You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to After Buzz TV. Tonight, we are doing, of course, one of your favorite shows, Beauty and the Beast. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and I am joined by the wonderful, exciting, and fabulous... Hi, Paige Sullivan. <laughs> I always try to give you good introductions. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Paige Sullivan, so then oh, I was like, hi! Caught you off guard there? Caught me off guard, and plus, I was jamming out to vitamin C, so... Yes, I, you know, I was trying to get Paige it. to sing along, but she just wouldn't do it. Because this is a song, I don't want to ruin it. I mean, this this is a, a lot of people's graduation songs, and I don't want to, you know, take away from that. Yes, yes. Speaking <laughs> of graduations, it was a big episode for Catherine, as far as her big 10 I'm assuming it was her 10-year reunion. That's what they because said. Because she was playing yeah. young. Yeah, right? they said 10-year reunion, okay. so now she's 28-ish, you know. 10 years... It seems so long, but it's really but it goes not. by so fast. I know. <laughs> so we open up and she's getting ready for her reunion, and I'm assuming she has it. She's got this girls' night going on, and I'm having, excited for her. Yeah, it seems like a lot of fun, but of course, her new lifestyle is always encroaching on her normal lifestyle, which we see a lot of this episode. Mm-hmm. And she kind of dissed Vincent at the beginning of the show. She didn't diss him. She needed time to herself. She but- needed. To have a girl's night and to have a normal night. But that was nice. Because at the very beginning of the season, she was so desperate. Mm -hmm. And I think now that Vince is coming around, she's feeling like... First of all, she's got a little bit more freedom to do her. And at the same time, she did break away from him anyhow mm-hmm. after he pushed her and right. and that whole incident happened. I think, you know, I'm glad that she did that. But also everybody's been telling her you need to – this whole episode was you need to do things for yourself. You need to think about yourself once in a while. You need to take care of yourself. And I think when people tell you that enough, you eventually – Start doing start it. Start doing it. Especially Tess. Yeah. Tess is really looking out for you. know what's funny is tonight I actually went on to BATB Nation, the Tumblr for Beauty and the Beast. And, you know, you guys know that Tess has her own blog and she talks about what goes on from day to day based on the episodes. And it's interesting to me because whoever writes it, and I don't know who it is, if it's the writers, then oops, I'm sorry. But some of the things that are written there don't sound like Tess to me. Some of them sound a little bit too girly girly, unless she's a girl on the inside. And other parts seem a little bit more spot on to her character. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that she was talking about in the blog recently is how she feels like not that she has anything against Vince and we've talked about this but she just feels like he's constantly taking away from her and her life and she's just concerned about her she wants her to have her life back and she just feels Mm -hmm. like he's trouble well I think that's where Beauty and the Beast becomes relatable so many girls get wrapped up in their relationships and vice versa boys do too oh yeah and so we see that this episode with Zach. I mean, people get obsessive. They, it's the one thing that controls everything in their lives. And it can't be like that. I, I, I get really upset when I hear people say, I couldn't live without him or her because eventually you may have to, whether it's death or a breakup, you, 
you have to be able to live. You right. are a person. You have a purpose. So, you know, it's always important to love others and to care about others. But you have to know that at the end of the day, it's you. Right. And you could be left alone very easily. Yes. And you have to be able to survive it. Yeah. Well, and she's finally starting to do that. So it's it's a nice change from the beginning of season one. This whole flow thus far is starting mm-hmm. to finally ease in for me because I know at the beginning of the season, you and I were like, I don't know how I feel about this. What are the writers doing? It's finally making sense. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things making sense. There's a lot of things making sense. But I know people on YouTube were saying, well, somebody in particular said, you know, I do wish there had been a little more of a drawn out thing between Vincent and Kat because it seems like they're back to being in a relationship. He's showing up at our house. Granted, they're not on great terms and they're not, you know, there's still rules or not rules, but, you know, things they don't know about each other. They're still right. learning. But it kind of just, the the weirdness faded away too quickly. It did. You know, it's funny and I thought maybe you would have something to say about this is at the very beginning of the show when Vince is at Kat's house before her friends mm-hmm. show up and one of the things he says is like oh I thought maybe we could you know jog my memory yeah I was I was yeah. you were rolling your I eyes was, weren't you I was annoyed because they feel like sex is a big part of every relationship it's a healthy part of a relationship when you're in a relationship yes and they're not quite there yet anymore and it's so sad, not sad but it's you know they were in a relationship they're in limbo right now and that's the one thing that can confuse people very easily yes so. well because at this point in time it's become on his side it's a i know you're somebody special to me so this is as a man it's it's passionate it's lustful i'm attracted to you i know i have something deep with you but i don't know if it's quite made it to we're not necessarily making love Catherine might be, but he's just kind of, and this is fun. And it took them a really long time to have sex the, the first, first time. So for them to just have sex now, it's like... A little weird. I don't mean to be like the sex Nazis, but I mean, <laughs> I just feel like it's an important part of a relationship and it should be treated as such. Yes. So. I agree. Uh, yeah, I, you're right. I was annoyed by that. <laughs> Wasn't that? Yeah. You know who else annoyed me a lot tonight? And Zach? Well, him too, but going into the... Take a guess of the bad guy? I mean, outside the bad guy, <laughs> Beth. Beth Bowman. She was on I mean, uh, she's doing her job, but she's just like, Kat, leave work at work. Mm. You know, you just saw your friend get attacked. There's this beast that supposedly looks like Vincent, which I don't think so. He's more of a Latino version. He is from a different show. I'm trying to remember. He reminds me of somebody from One Tree Hill. I don't think he was on One Tree. No, he wasn't. I think he was on like an ABC Family show. Oh, he was on this show about the twins, and he was one of the boyfriends. That's that all I know. It was it was ABC Family. <laughs> ABC was it like Family. Switched at birth or no, something? No, no, oh. because it was canceled. I know it was canceled. Okay. So, but it, if you were a fan of the ABC Family series, they have so many good shows. He was on one of those. Gotcha. Um, so when I saw him, I was kind of like, oh. I like this actor. I want to see where this goes. And then, and then he was mean, and then he was nice, and then he was mean again. It was like, what? What? Ah! He was, yeah, conniving to say the least. But going back to conniving, Beth, yeah, yeah. Well, malicious. And, well, here's what I didn't understand about the situation. Okay, you came there to take Cat away from Vincent mm-hmm. because obviously Vincent took Gabriella away from you. However, you had the opportunity. He probably, yeah, Cat put up a fight, but he could have killed her, ish. But didn't he also say, like, he he knew he was tracking... Did he know it was Vincent at first? Because he knew he was tracking the, the beast who was killing the beast. Did he know it was Vincent yeah. at first? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think that was whole... Just a bunch of fluff. Oh, you think that was a lie? Oh, absolutely. He knew Vincent was alive. I mean, he's... I think he had a purpose. Okay. And I think it was he, tracking Cat. Maybe somehow he got word sent 
I don't know that Vince was around. So again, you have to. Well, actually, no, you have a good point because maybe Vince opened up to him after they got to know each other. Mm-hmm. But why would you be friendly with somebody from the get go if you know you're angry at them? You know, you're, he knew he was angry at him. So when they were in the church and they were fighting, and but Zach didn't come off angry right away. That's what I'm saying. But that's why I think the whole thing was an act entirely. Because if you've been harboring anger towards Vince for the past however many years that you've been back, why then the first time you see him would you fake the funk and be like, oh, homie, buddy? If you hate him, you would you've known that because supposedly he has a plan. You know, I'm that's sure. What I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's a, but I also think like maybe he got scent of Vincent and what was going on. And that's when the plan started formulating. Like, you know, the, the anger's been festering. That's been there. But he didn't know Vincent was still alive. I don't think he knew Vincent was alive. I think he would have found Vincent well, sooner. No, that I can agree with. But I'm saying in first encounter at the church when they were fighting and the entire time they were fighting, Vincent was winning. He Maybe it's because he was winning. But they were in a headlock with each other. And here's Zach going, oh, my gosh, it's me. Remember, we served together. Da, 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 da. Why would you go through the trouble of all of that if really you just want to kill him? Just kill him. No, I agree. I don't know. Because when you Not have a I plan, when you have a plan, you have a plan. And, yeah. you know, psychos kind of, you know. Right. When they, like, when you think of a serial killer, they have, like, a pattern and a way yeah. they do things. Yeah. And so, and with most killers, they have, you know, kind of OCD about things. So mm-hmm. maybe that's just Zach's, he had a way he wanted it to happen. And he wanted to take Kat down with him. He didn't want to just, he didn't right. just want to kill Vincent. Right. It was just weird. It was weird because he made himself known to Catherine, didn't quite finish up the job, if you will, left then got Vince involved and then went back for Cat but, again. But back to your first point, she, her She's friend annoying. is so annoying. Yes. I, I get it. We're journalists. You know, that's what I do. But I don't, when my friend is in a bad situation, I'm not like, let me get the story. What's the inside Yes, scoop? you almost died. I saw you getting strangled to death. But let me make sure, hey, Cat, just make sure I get the exclusive, okay? And this is the nature of the beast. Cat could have just said, this has something to do with my cases. This is somebody who was coming after me because of, you know, a right. conviction I had or something like that. She didn't have to act like it was something super random. Right. Um, but maybe she was just caught off guard. Yeah, you don't know. And you, her roommate and her friend called the cops. So, yeah. how do you? Yeah. Ugh, gosh, come on, girl. Well, I would too. I, I mean, if I but saw that happening quit. and she, guns were going off, yeah, this is true. I mean, we can talk about her more towards the end, but yeah, she didn't quit. She didn't. When I watched it, I just thought, "Ooh, see, you are giving a bad name for reporters." You. No, but see, the thing is, I don't think she's giving a bad name to reporters. She saw a beast. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I get and, that. I get, and Kat, the first time she saw a beast was in a traumatic situation when her mother died, yet she still insisted on finding it out about the beast. So I don't find it bad. I think, you know, off the get-go, reel it in. Reel it in. Right. Give it a couple days. And then, then ask the questions. Yeah, you're right. Be then go for it. Which yeah. I think is what, you know, at the 10-year reunion, I see her asking questions the night of. Not so much. But I feel like... It's the same way Kat is 100% a detective all the time. Right. You're, she's 100% a journalist all the time. Yeah. She's just doing what she knows how to do. Right. And so that's why I don't think Kat really is angry. Kat just says, Back this off. is a problem. Right. Right. And she promises her an exclusive, which was a bad idea. Yeah. Don't promise things you don't want to do. Exactly. Well, just to get her off her back. I know, but promise her something else. Be like, if I get details, I'll let you know. Or don't be like, I'll give you the exclusive. Right. Like, then you have, then you've like made a commitment to do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, while all this is going on, we see a bromance starting to reform between JT and Vince. Kind of. Well, I mean, they weren't really caught, they were watching TV and eating popcorn, but it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. I was like, oh, the boys. Yes. But then when 
Here's the, the whole situation with Zach was just a great storyline, but at the same time, mm, you know, I just, I knew something was wrong. Like Kat knew something was wrong with this guy. He shows up and it's all buddy, buddy, buddy. And JT, just the look on JT's face was like, oh, okay. God. And it's also frustrating for JT, who is his best friend. He knew Zach, though, apparently. Here's yeah. my question. How did he know Zach? Did Zach... Did Zach and Vincent know each other yes. before they went overseas? Yes. Because Vincent supposedly, JT says, didn't know that Gabrielle was with Zach, which he should have known if, if he was friends with Zach. This is true. But maybe they weren't th- – They, but he went overseas and trained with him as well too. So maybe they knew of each other-ish and they were friends, but they really bonded when they were overseas training together. Okay. And then why the hell was Zach so willing to bond with him overseas when that's when he found out and that's when he was angry and that's when he lost Gabriella? I don't know but, if it's one no, of the... No, no, no. But this is what happened, though. When the Beast thing... No, I was saying he, he got letters from his girl saying she fell in love with Vincent Keller, right? But yes. we don't know when he got those letters. That could have been after training and then they could have been deployed in different areas and then afterwards he's like, oh, this Vince guy and maybe... Or maybe he was just so busy mourning... The loss of his, I don't know. Well, here's my question. It's like, when did he find out? How long has this been stirring? Or is it something where when he became a beast, the anger inside him was taken out on that storyline? And he came home and tore her to shreds. Right. Well, you know, what's funny is as I was, watch- I was watching that, and it didn't quite reveal exactly everything that happened to Gabriella. But as soon as Tess came in the room with Gabe and said something about a girl named Gabriella and how she was torn to shreds. And then prior to that, you see the bar scene. And you can see Zach is just pushing the top aggressive yes do you remember her do you remember her she was the love of your life do you remember her and here's vince going what about alex i did not what yeah you know and And we're also learning more because we didn't realize there was somebody in between alex and cat no but you could tell jt was getting upset flustered trying to end the night and then um i was going somewhere with this well i was going to say for me personally jt i could see where he's getting annoyed because vincent's having all these flashbacks with zach right and not with jt which right. It's like, oh, come on. Come on. Because I don't think he's had one flashback with JT. He sure hasn't. That we've seen. Right, right. Which makes me feel bad for JT. But I like that he was a good friend. You know, he helped him out. Right, right. Did what he had to do to save him. Or what, what, not you, save him, but help him. You know, oh, oh, I know where I was going with that thought. Sorry. So the combination of those two situations, the bar scene and then Tess coming in talking about Gabriella and the shredded... I personally went back to season one and went, oh my gosh, that's the girl that maybe Vince tore up because they had made reference why Vince was so hesitant to get involved with Kat was because he didn't want to hurt her, physically hurt her. So it alluded to us thinking that maybe he hurt one of his ex-girlfriends physically. We just don't know how badly. Well, I think he did, but right, I don't think he killed them. Right. Oh, well, I guess so. But I, that's the first thing I thought about was, yeah, oh, it's oh. Gabriella. That he, that must have been, you know. But then later on to find out that Zach killed her, I feel like that was rage. But also, if I can't have you, then nobody can. I'm yeah, I um, I definitely saw in Zach. Apparently, Vincent said he was a good guy. You know, he is an honorable man from what he remembers from his flashbacks. But what I saw, I wrote down like aggressive. I just kept writing aggressive whenever I was talking about Zach because even when he was being friendly. It definitely seems like he's possessive of Gabriella, and it, it seems like even if he wasn't a beast, maybe he was an abusive boyfriend of some mm-hmm. sort because nobody just goes home and kills someone if they yeah. wouldn't have done that as themselves. You know, Vincent had remorse when he did things, whereas this guy went out with the intent to right. kill her right. and kill Vincent. Right. 
Really quickly, I got a tweet just to answer your question. This is from Ruth Cassidy, and she's just letting you know that Blair Redford, is his name, was on ABC's Switched at Birth. Yeah, it was Wait, Switched no. at Birth. That's what she said. That's not what I. But that he was also on a different show. Okay, Ruth. Ruth, well, what is it? Google him. <laughs> Google him. We can't right now on air, but he was on a different show too. He was on. Um, oh God, I can't right now. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll let you know when I when I got it. R- Ruth's gonna let us know. Ruth huh? will let us know before. <laughs> Thanks, Ruth. <laughs> yes, though. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, so moving down the line, mm-hmm. we've talked about that. Let's talk about also to this creep of a father, Reynolds. Ugh, God. First of all, at the reunion, I was like, ha, Beth, feel stupid. That's just me being mean. But yeah, that is mean. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do. But, you know, because I'm so defensive about Vincent and everything, so I just get right. mad at people easily. But how Ruth – wow, I just called her Ruth. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, but how she made her announcement and then later on goes and talks to Kat about, oh, yeah, your dad made donations every single year up until August. And then – But that was weird. I already knew that had to be Reynolds and some weird, weird thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously in Kat's mind, she's thinking her not so real dad. And Yeah, but for me, it's it's interesting because Reynolds constantly seems to be worrying about Kat and wanting to protect her. But at the same time, keep her away from Vincent because he has these two different lives. And I think he gave her up and that the life of being her father because of the other world. That he works in it and lives right. in. And that's why he's keeping an eye on her, but he can't be her father. I just think yeah. it's creepy Yeah, how she sees him in a picture and automatically assumes, oh, this is my father. That would he be- could have a child who went to your school right. and you didn't know about it. Right. it right. Doesn't, he doesn't have to be your father. <laughs> that was just... That was just TV magic is what that was. That was speeding along the process of like, figuring out who he is. Oh. Oh, oh, it's my dad. Oh, it's my dad. <laughs> I think I found my dad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was funny. I just hate when he talks to Vince on the phone and he sits there and says, you know, it's Catherine, isn't it? Everything is always because you're hanging out with Catherine. She's making you soften up. She's making you lose your edge. Right. You know, you're going to whatever the case may be. Obviously, he's in his own way trying to separate the two. But come on, Vince. Isn't that weird to you? Isn't it awkward mm-hmm. that he's just so anti-Catherine when you, in your mind, don't know her? Mm-hmm. And how did he know about Catherine? Like, is he following her? And it's strange how Reynolds has never really appeared before, and now he's trying to get in on cases, and he's interested. Even Gabe was kind of like, dude, what are you doing here? But then Gabe gave up personal information, the fact that she was looking for her birth father. Well, this is Gabe trying to find ways to get on Kat's good side. And I think in the back of his mind, he does know that maybe he doesn't Mm -hmm. have a chance, but there's always that glimmer of hope. So what's he going to do is things that maybe Kat doesn't have time to do, but be like, look, I found your father. Right. Who knows? Maybe she'll fall in love with me. You know? And the irony is that he's saying this to her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was her dad, I'd start to sweat a little bit of bullets. Right. No kidding. But also, guys, it was The Lion Games. That was the show he was on. Let's see. Just Let's so see. you guys know. Let's see. I got it. I got it. Mm. But I agree. I think Reynolds is creepy. But in a fatherly way, I guess yeah. fathers are allowed to look out for their daughters and kind of dig into their lives. I just wish, I wish we knew more about him. And I, I want us to get an episode where we, we delve into who he is. You know, we used to get flashbacks of like Kat's life prior mm-hmm. to what happened. I would like to get a flashback of him and her mother or just, yeah. even if Kat doesn't know, for us to know. You know, sometimes yeah. we know things that the, the characters don't know. 
I would like that. You know what I would like to see a flashback of, now that you'd mentioned the what? fact that there aren't any flashbacks with JT? I want to see the moment that they met. I want to see... JT and Vincent? Yes. And but I, they were children. Exactly. You think they will? That's exactly why. Oh, like their flashback. Yeah. Reminds me like, oh, little JT yes, with glasses with little and chubby. Hairs. Oh. oh sorry. so cute. <laughs> we just had a moment. But I think so cute. that would be so... I don't know. I no, like I would that. like that. I think that'd be a nice flashback because he's the person who has been in Vincent's life the, the longest. longest. Given up his life the longest, sacrificed <sighs> long. That is a true mm-hmm. best friend. He's got your back, bro. Yeah, and now he <laughs> needs to go get a girlfriend. Text. He does. Give him some time. Hey, there was some... Wait, that wasn't... Never mind. In my mind, there was flirtation. And I was that like, they was didn't see each other this episode, really. You know what? That's that's, that's but an interview, I'm sure. Do you ever happen. think that Tess is drawn to Gabe? Because the way she's always yes. calling him out on the fact that he likes Kat makes it seem like she's concerned about who he likes. It, that does seem very true. But at the same time, he is real obvious. And, and real obvious. And even at the end, it was almost like a man-to-man standoff. After the reunion and after all the chaos, here's Vince walking out and here's Gabe. And he's just like... I love how she's like, you might not want to go mano a mano with the beast because you're not a beast anymore. Right, right. Like when he grabs Kat's arm. I, first off, Kat. I'll take her. No, I'll take her. I'm like, tug of war? I'd be like, I will take myself. Thank you very much. Right. That's what I would have said. Right. But that's just me. I don't know. I, okay. At the reunion, there yes. was this poor little mascot boy. Oh, Ira. Yes, who volunteered to be her slave for life because she, let's, Kat, back in high school, she was the one who got him down. And also, rewinding to the front in the beginning of the episode, the girls made mention, you know, Kat, you were always going for the bad boys and, you know, the troubled broken wing and trying to heal somebody. And obviously, that was a direct reference to the fact that that's how she is with Vince. Right. Not much has changed. But either way, going back to We've heard that before, though. Tessa said that she goes for the bad boys. Yeah. But when more than one person points it out to you, that means she likes what she likes. That's what it means. (laughs) (laughs) But this poor boy, when he comes head to head with Zach, I'm like, oh, don't kill him. Yeah, I want to believe Ira's fine. We didn't see Ira, but we're glad to assume that Ira's fine. He just had to give up his bear outfit. Yeah, just punk him. You don't need to do anything. In my mind, I don't know why I felt like he ate him. But obviously, beasts don't they eat. They don't eat. But I, I thought it was very creepy how his claws came out of the suit. Yes. Like, like he was like a legitimate beast. And this guy didn't have any kind of inhibitions, even when he was trying to fight Vincent. Just not any awareness at all of the fact that people are watching. Because he doesn't care. That's true. And I think, you know, he's an angry guy. He's on a mission. Right. That's his mission. You know, and then when he's... The whole fight scene, by the way, was a great fight scene. Um... Although I think that Kat was kicking butt a little bit more in the beginning of the show versus Vincent and Zach. I don't know why that mm-hmm. end scene. But either way, um, here I go again. She's lost I know. I get so excited and then I just. Well, I mean, I, I liked the fight scene. I, you guys know I'm not like the biggest fight scene person, but I did like it. Mm-hmm. I also kind of like just how Vincent ended it. It's like, Zach, I know you thought you had him down on his knees, but he's a beast. He bounces back. Right. Maybe watch behind you. Right. Right. It was a little easy how it ended. Right. And well, a little yeah. morbid. Like. Yeah. Okay. That's where I was going to go with it is, first of all, I had in my notes too, Vincent's eyes were incredibly large during this fight. We know that he always has the big eyes, but it was almost like huge owl eyes. It was really weird. Yeah. And I don't know if it's part of his souped up senses. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of his senses, when he was tracking Zach, I thought it was interesting because... 
you didn't, it's not like there was any blood, any hair or anything for him to track. It's, he just stops and looks at a location and all of a sudden his mind starts going and he can see the images of this person. I think it smells and stuff like that though too. I think it's the person's mark is there. It's like with a dog or a wolf. They can smell when something's been there and they follow that smell. But he's not just smelling and being like, oh, hey, Zach was here. He's smelling and seeing. But he's been tracking before and we've never seen him seeing the action. So was that a thing? For us as the viewers? Or was that something he was actually seeing? I don't know. Was it more like a, oh, I smell this and this is what happened here. And, you know, it's he's putting that image in his head. This is what was happening. Or was that, was he really getting images of people? Right. I don't know. I wonder if Zach was ever running from Murfield. Because he thought at one point he was the only survivor. He's been in hiding as Mm -hmm. well. Obviously, he didn't get caught because he's not supercharged or owned by anybody. Uh, But how come he can track? Because Vincent wasn't really, like, a super tracker before, and it seemed like Zach super tracked Vincent to Kat, and then from Kat to Vincent. Or maybe he's an incredible investigator. Yeah. Maybe. He may be. I mean, I he know. may be, but I, I, I thought he was tracking for hmm. some reason. I and know. I think it was strange because Vincent didn't really have that skill until right. this season. Right. I don't know. Um, but what I was going to say though is this, the death scene basically when his, um, he fell to the ground and you see him go from beast to human. And that at one point made me go, Oh, yeah, but you, he, I mean, kill killed him for a good reason. And he's but. trying to kill a bunch of other people. And, and Mirfield did know about him obviously because Reynolds had him on the list supposedly. Oh, that's true. But what exactly is Reynolds' relationship with Murfield? Because he, he obviously... He was one of the people who I think started it. He like funded it. And then wanted to shut it down? Because I think when you fund something with certain intentions and it doesn't go that way, you find it's your responsibility to fix it. Right. It's like the Titanic. The captain had to go down with the ship. You know what right. I mean? He right. wasn't going to get in the lifeboat. So Reynolds, he built Mirfield and now it's his job to eliminate every bad seed that came out of it. Got it. Makes sense. I think. I wonder what the original intention with Murfield was. I think it was to have super soldiers in in yeah in Afghanistan or where. But then what? Then what are you going to do with them? But I think they thought they soldierize them. I think they thought they would have more control over it, and it wouldn't be the anger filled. But either way, going into it, once you changes changes. Wow. Once you change somebody's genetic DNA. Unless you're incredibly genius, I don't believe there's going to be a way to change it back. So you no. just left these people to be beasts for the rest of their lives. Even if you can control them, who wants to live with all these extra things? I think they do. Because I think when they come home from being a soldier, they're going to be a firefighter or a police officer or or but an engineer or whatever. But you volunteered to have them. You understood what it was. And I don't think the intentions were to have people not be able to control these things. And right. you think about it. When you go into the army or something like that, they teach you new skills. And yeah. you have those when you leave. Right. That I don't have and you don't have. Right. But the people who have been in the army do. Right. So I think it's with any kind of training. It's you're giving equipment or, you know, things to utilize that others don't have. Right. And it's your responsibility to use them wisely. Right. I mean, it's like people who have a gun. You know, these people just have, are beasts. That Their body is their weapon. That is a, that's just a great soundbite. Their body is their weapon. <laughs> so at the very end of the episode... Vince finally starts realizing, I think he already did a little bit, but he's really starting to see how much Catherine has actually given up for him mm-hmm. and sacrificed. So for them to have that one moment to sit down and him thank her, like, thank you. And at the same time, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. And the reflection back on him saying, 
watching Zach and how much he lost himself without Gabriella, I know that I would feel the same way if you were to be out of my life too. Well, I liked that, but I still feel like it's too Unbelievable. soon for that. It's too soon. Yes, she's a big part of your life and you can see that. But, but you, you don't, don't know. know why and yeah. you don't have those. If Catherine up and disappeared, yes, I think there'd be a nagging thing inside of him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it would destroy him. I, I can agree right with that. Right now. At this point. At this point in time. Mm. I think he wants it to, to be that way, but you can't will that to happen. It just happens. Right. So, I don't know. I wonder if at the, end of the, like, at the end of the season or when he's done with all of his missions, I'm wondering if he'll get his memory back or it's just going to be wiped clean and we're just starting all the way from the beginning, which is what it seems like. But at the same time, that's just to me so unfair to Catherine to have all these experiences and not be able I to. I think he's not going to get his memory back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like what they did to him changed his brain. But then again, he's getting flashbacks, so it's apparently still in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe one day he'll just have full memory of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think it's going to be a situation where it's like, oh, his mission's over, and now let me give you your brain back. I don't think it's like that. I think it's damaged from everything that's happened to his body. I wonder how they took his memory. I don't think it was an intentional thing. Or actually, I, I think, do it, think was. it was. An they did. Thing. They did. He, Reynolds does not want Vincent to know who Catherine is, how important she is to him. He wants them apart. But the same way somebody with amnesia, you know, they can kind of help them, and they know what causes amnesia. Maybe it's just inducing that in the brain intentionally. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm I'm getting all these tweets, so I have to say something. But at BDove11 says that he will get his memory back in due time. What do you know? What do you know? How do you know, know this? Yes. Because I don't read spoilers. Oh, and Ruth Cassidy did say it was indeed the lying game. Yeah, Ruth. And also, apparently he was on an episode of CSI. Yes. He's been on a good amount of stuff. Um, I just was excited to see him because I, I like him as an actor, but, and he's pretty handsome. And then, <laughs> and he's, I mean, it just helps. And then he, but it's he's the CW. A guy. It's the CW. Everybody's handsome. Yes. But he's gone. So yeah, that's that. Kaput. Bye bye, Zach. Yes. So, oh, 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 wrapping up this last ending scene, I will say though, when they kissed, I like the kiss. It seemed very genuine, very heartfelt and soft and not let me swallow your face. And I'm trying to have memories. It's just mm-hmm. like, I care about you. Yeah. It wasn't, nice. it wasn't over the top. No, not at all. Which was nice. It was a good way to end. I agree. A good note to end. These last two episodes have been like that, though. You notice that the last episode, we were happy with the ending. It wasn't a cliffhanger. It was nice, sweet. They were at the 9-11 memorial. This time around, yeah, there was chaos at the end of the episode, but it it ended very nice. I wasn't angry. I wasn't whatever. It was just, oh. Yeah. Things are getting back. But I think that's what they do, you know? They, they give you, it's a calm before the storm. Ah, uh, you think it's about to go down. No, I don't think it's going to go down anytime soon. But I think, you know, they get you comfortable. They get you into a groove. And then things kind of blow up. Right. I think the hiatus is when things will blow up. Oh. Well, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that in predictions. Yeah. But let's talk about some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so first and foremost, you guys know all about the People's Choice Awards. Apparently, I think voting starts tomorrow, if I am correct, so make sure you guys jump on it. Y'all did an amazing job last year because, of course, BATV won the award for People's Choice. So let's make it happen two years in a row. Also, 
there's a Twitter event going on, I do believe. If I can pull up who it is that's going to be doing... Ah, there's a gentleman named Eric Tuckman who is going to be discussing the reunion episode. It's going to be November 5th, which is tomorrow, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can tweet any questions that you have to him. He is one of the writers at B-A-T-B Eric with a C and hashtag Team Beastie. So if you guys have questions, make sure you get on that tomorrow if you're available. Also, we have some pictures, so if we can pull those up. Ooh. Let's see, and hopefully this time around you guys won't have any issues seeing anything. If you do, please feel free to leave comments at the bottom of yes, the uh, we read YouTube them. thing. Yes, So this right. is what? This is Gabe. Oh, is I it? didn't even see the picture behind me. I'm so sorry. I this is a picture of Gabe. It's up. Let's uh, talk I'm about it. I'm looking at the wrong screen. My apologies, everybody. I just thought this was a very interesting picture. It's from a future episode. I want to say I think it's episode seven. So, like, two episodes from now? Yes. And the only reason I pulled it up is obviously because he clearly has a syringe in his hand. So, something is about to be concocted and going down. I don't know if he's still on his quest, I'm assuming, to cure Vincent. Let's just see if possibly this might be attempt number one, two-ish. Yeah. We'll find out. Yes. Okay, if we can move on to the next picture, please. Ah, so just recently, J. Ryan was in town, you guys. I really tried. I'm so sorry. I was late, but I wanted to get him into AfterBuzz. Him and Kristen, they were here only, I think, for two days. They did that press conference, yeah. That's exactly. So it's a picture of that. I just thought it was kind of cool to be able to see everything. I'm sure you guys have seen there's other pictures of them in front of a green screen that's up on the internet as well. Moving on to our next picture, please. This is also from a future episode. I like this. We like this. Yes, you gave you gave it a little sigh at first. Hesitation? No, I just I'm not super into the love right now. I just I, I feel like there's so much more going on that I want answers to that Vincent and Kat aren't my main priority. Hmm, interesting. But I I like them together. I think this would be nice. I just think that I'm again I'm starting to see more of the genuineness come back. I want to see I passion. Like I don't see passion right now, so it's hard for me to get on board with it. Oh, see, and I want sincerity. That's what I want from this. Well, we want By the different way. things. <laughs> Don't most relationships work like that? Agree to okay. disagree. Um, so also, too, Vincent and Kat celebrate Thanksgiving with her dad. What? I think there's so another, Reynolds. Yes, with Reynolds. Now, ah. there was a press release by CW, so I'll read that to you guys if you haven't checked it out already. But mm-hmm. after Vincent's life is endangered, Kat decides that they should spend Thanksgiving with her father in order to get information on Vincent's missions. So I'm not sure if she's just... That's an accident, or at that point she finally finds out that he is who he is. She knows who Reynolds is, but does Vincent know who Reynolds is? No. And does, does Kat know who Vincent is to Reynolds? No, I don't think Ooh. so. Because obviously if you have that little voice machine or talking girl. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, Vincent has no idea he's yeah, never exactly. met his boss. Exactly. Meanwhile, JT and Tess get to a surprise. Wow. I can read. I promise. I went to college. Okay. Meanwhile, JT and Tess get a surprise while they celebrate Thanksgiving together. What kind of surprise is that? Could it be a surprise kiss? I was going to say a bun in the oven. Uh, ooh, that would be like really scary. That would ahead. be like, whoa, we got busy. You know what I think needs to happen? This is BATB writers. If you're watching, this is what needs to happen. It should be a hookup over Christmas under the mistletoe. I know it's cliche. I don't care. I like it. Well, Thanksgiving's a time to come together with friends, be thankful Joyous. for what you have. So maybe it's just going to be the two of them. Maybe they'll get drunk on some, you know, <laughs> apple cider. Get drunk on some. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, so that's kind of what I have for news and gossip. I also have two clips I wanted to show. There's a short and a long one. I'm not sure which one will pull up first, but if it's the short one, it's Vince. Uh, wow, I'm calling him Vince now. Jay Ryan was on a game show a long time ago. 
back in New Zealand. So it's like a quick 30 second clip, but I just thought it was fun. It's always fun to see the actors before we knew who they were. So if we can possibly play that, if that's not the clip that comes back, the next clip that might play right now is actually, oh, something got quiet. Um, the next oh, clip, we're gonna have is to clip is also, it's going to be Austin Basis with Nina. And then they are going to be talking about a little bit of the JTT action. What would be your biggest hope for season two that maybe you didn't get to do in season one? Ah, this would be the game show. Oh, no, this is Austin. Kick some more ass. Mm-hmm. He knows how to swing a bat. He's, he's you know, <laughs> I, I, I throw a tire iron into that mix. And, and uh, you know, if he could shoot a trank gun, he could shoot any gun. Trank gun is like, that's not an easy thing to aim. So it's like throwing darts as opposed to like shooting someone with a shotgun. I think Taz and JT could really become dynamic duo. Batman yes. and Robin. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Robin. But I, I would <laughs> say Boy Wonder, right? Isn't that? Boy Wonder. And I think Taz should call him that. No, just because I think JT should wear tights. Yeah. He should lose a dance. Yeah, he has a dance background. That's his, the revelation that okay. JT went to dance school. I think Which Austin dance. did, by the way, for two years. Oh, wow. I think maybe we need a flashback that you were on the first season so you think you could dance. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Right. And I was wrong. And JT was wrong. <laughs> and Taz was one of so. the judges. I know. Now like, about, oh, honey. Awesome. No. Right. Now about romance, because... Tess definitely had a rocky road with Joe and everything. She still does. She has yeah. a rocky road, and I really want Tess to find true love, you know. And I always say that I think the person to chip away at Tess's layers is because they're both so New York, and he's, like, yeah. so, like, um, disarming. Yeah. So nice. I, Whoa. So, like, chemistry? Um, I think maybe I'm seeing the new romance right here. I know. Right here, I my, my whole thing is like, they'll, it's like a wise ass off that they'll go back and forth with snarky comments, snarky comment, butt heads, then all of a sudden they'll be making out, and then Tess will sh- slap JT. They are and he'll say, old, I like it. They're an old married couple that hasn't even kissed yet. Yes. It's pretty, it's pretty uh, funny. Right. So that is our first clip, and I, I do want to credit that was TV Fanatic that gave that amazing interview. And then the last clip, again, is that game show. If we could pull that up, that was quite... Fun. That was really cute. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. I did like that. See, and Nina was kind of saying, you know, she was saying that's what she wants, but she's not the writer. You know what? Don't if you ask grade. the actors, they are they get as shocked by these things as we do. They don't. They know them a few episodes in advance, but right. that CW interview that was from a while ago. That carpet no. wasn't it? No, it or was a couple weeks year. ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, but a couple weeks ago. So I feel like she would have known. She would have given mm. more info. This is what I think, Beasties. I think that we have the power, and I think that the writers do listen to us. And if you are on my team, which is Team JTT, that means that we need to get on it and let people know how we feel. I am Please. on Team JTT. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to. Okay, so let's play this clip right here. If we can. Arm four, I think. And that's working with John Cleese. You were, you were his support act, were you not? In New Zealand not that long ago. Well, it wasn't his support act. What happened is they came and did a tour um, of his one-man show in New Zealand. And one of the American actors got fired in New Zealand. So they hired uh, me to uh, to carry on. And so I went uh, through with John through New Zealand and California. Okay. Cool. Tour. So he yeah. wrecked his own sketch, by the way. By putting me in it, he wrecked it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But you stayed in his guest house. He's a, a friend of yours, too. When we toured California, we were on a, a Britney Spears' tour bus. So we're all in this, um, this tiny bus, basically, going up and down California. This story gets stranger, <laughs> right? It's 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 bad. It's bad. It's it's this is easily the most name-dropping story. <laughs> Okay, so then we can cut this clip, but that was basically... 
the gist of, of, of what was going on. But I thought it was kind of cute and funny. And again, I always love seeing clips of people before we knew who they were. So if you guys have any clips that I have not discovered yet, please feel free to tweet them at me and I will definitely take a look and play them on the show. Very exciting. Yes. So why don't we get into some predictions now that we've had all that fun? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Well, we got to see some previews for some up and coming episodes. I think we're finally going to meet Tori and Tori's dad, who is going to be the big guy. I didn't realize that he was going to be a beast, to be honest with you, but I think the way they showed it, it seemed like he was. And that's the actor that played Dan on One Tree Hill. Okay, and whose dad is he? Tori's dad that I know of. Tori is the redhead. I don't know if you saw. Uh, I didn't see the preview, guys. Oh, you know so what I, I watched without that. It's, it's it's when you left me all by myself at AfterBuzz, and I host the show all by myself. Yeah, I'm gonna spare you the singing. But in my news and gossip, I did have a picture of a wonderful young lady who's going to be playing a young beast, the very first female beast on the oh, show. Oh, okay. Yes, which apparently I do believe Vincent and Kat are gonna be taking her under their wing at first, and then her dad's Dan. Probably, yeah, and he's probably gonna come back a little bit angry. I don't know. That's my prediction since we are in prediction oh, maybe prediction. he's going to come back and be real angry leave my daughter alone who knows but okay. we know that there's only two missions left Woo! so here's my thing i really don't think that jay's going to be excuse me vincent's going to be left off the hook with those two last missions there's just no reynolds wants him out and gone so he'll find some other reason some contract or some kind of weird clause i think do you think he'll kill him who vince have vincent killed he might try, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I don't think it's going to happen either, but it might be a desire of his. Um, I don't have any serious predictions. I see more JT. I see Reynolds coming into the picture and Kat doing some digging. Um, I'm excited to see your spoiler alert kind of the Thanksgiving. I would, mm-hmm. I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to that, but I feel like right now we're in that middle period. We're going to get some information. We're going to learn new things. Maybe we're not going to solve a mission next week. Maybe it's going to be more just character development and plot development. Mm-hmm. And then around Thanksgiving or the the hiatus, because that comes very soon after Thanksgiving, Right. I think that's when we're going to hit it hard. I think oh, yeah. we need to have, you know, just a little bit of time to get a grip on everything before they can have it really blow our minds you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like if they do it too soon we just got vincent back we just jt's still not even really his good friend we're not i still feel like we're in the first two episodes because i feel like we're still getting so much information right so if things happen too fast i think we'll get lost so as much as we like the drama and the intensity we're gonna get it but i don't think in the way we're used to for a bit do you think gabe's ever gonna get to the point where he confesses his undying love i don't think he has to i think he's gonna find a different girl um to take his attention away you know, he lost his girlfriend and everything that went down, and mm-hmm. the person who saved his life was Kat. I think it's very easy to fall for the person who saved your life because he had no interest in Kat prior to that. Right. So I think it's more of a complex where he's into her, but maybe if somebody else enters the scene, maybe this new beast. Ooh, Ooh. that they'd be a cute couple. So maybe something like that, but mm-hmm. I don't think him and Kat will ever be anything. Yeah. That's my thoughts. Really quick, uh, Ruth Cassidy just informed me that that was from Upfronts in May. Oh, that was from Meg? Yes, that was. All right. All right. So that wraps up tonight's show. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Please go on to iTunes, download 
rate, and comment. Yes. Tell us what you're thinking. And we you, read it. Yes. And you can also leave comments on YouTube. We love those. Anyways, thank you again for watching, and we will see you next week on AfterBuzz TV. You can for- follow me at Kiss My Passport and follow Paige, please. Yes, you can follow. 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 You can follow me on Twitter is, and is, Instagram is at the, Paige Cell. The Boston. The Boston. Well, we don't say follow, but. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys again, and have a great night. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 